Tech Hockey Guide presents the Chasing McNaughton Podcast, covering the Michigan Tech Huskies and the CCHA with your host, Tim Brown, Rob Gilreath, Dustin Lindstrom, and Matt Cavender. Welcome to episode 42 of season five of the Chasing McNaughton Podcast, presented by Tech Hockey Guide and recorded from the state of hockey. I'm Tim Brown, your host, and I'm joined this week by Rob Gilreath. Hey, guys. Dustin is in Florida or in California, enjoying himself. He's uh, he's getting all the scoop on all the restaurants and golf courses that we're supposed to check out when uh, Michigan Tech supposedly plays in a tournament in the Coachella. What is it, Firebirds Arena? Um, is that where Coachella is? I don't know where Coachella yep, actually yep, is. Yep. I I don't know if it's actually a town. It's the valley is Coachella. Oh. Um, <laughs> this, uh, you know, grew up in Houghton person has no idea where Coachella actually is. <laughs> yeah. Are you really that surprised, though, that it's like driving it distance from L.A. where a bunch of rich people can go? To no, I am not yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, And Matt's taking a day off. So. And we're recording on Tuesday instead of our usual Monday, but this week, as we head into the final week of the CCHA regular season, we have Ryan Stieg back as a guest to discuss the season the Tommies are having and the status of the CCHA. Thanks for joining us again, Ryan. Yeah, I. Uh, it's been a while since I gotten to do this, so this yeah. is uh, this is kind of fun. And you've gotten a little more podcast pro- pro- uh, practice now, right? With your yeah, and yeah, podcast, yeah. right? Yeah, we we talk about all the Minnesota teams in the CCHA, and they talk about Duluth and the Gophers as well too. And so it's it's fun. I I I like doing this, you know, whenever I get the opportunity. So this is I'm I'm excited for this tonight. Yeah, Duluth's not doing so hot this year. From what I saw, <laughs> I I glanced at Twitter for the first time in quite some time to see a six game losing streak, something like that. One of Biddy's tweets. <laughs> yep. Well, and then the the one where. Where he had like a bad face, and Beth Lynn was like, "What are they losing five nothing or something?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> She's like, "I was just joking." Yeah. All right. Uh, and then Sorry, the other Betty. fun one was was it was it women's hockey where the Minnesota Gopher slap shot the empty netter in on the yeah, I believe that, it was that was women's hockey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was funny. Did Especially after what just happened with with our podcast two weeks ago about the Toronto. Ottawa incident. So uh this week we'll probably discuss Michigan Tech's trip to Ohio. I mean, obviously we will, right, Rob? Because we finally have good news to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> uh the status of the McNaughton Cup, St. Thomas uh, so far this season. I'll give some NHL updates and preview the series with the Tommies. Uh I think that's it. So we'll be right back with Brian Stieg after a, a little thank you notes and a brief note from our sponsors. Do you work in manufacturing, product design, or product development? Is your business trying to improve efficiency while also producing at scale? Livonia Technical Services can help. They provide world-class quality improvement training and consulting for failure modes and effect analysis, product development, and cost reduction. All things that could help Northern Michigan assemble a competent defense. If you think your business could use a prevention mindset and reduce manufacturing costs, a partnership with Livonia Technical Services might be right for you. Check them out at livoniatech.net. That's L-I-V-O-N-I-A tech dot net. We fund everything at Tech Hockey Guide from listeners like you. 
You can show your support by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash techhockeyguide. Whether you're interested in question priority, access to patron-only Zoom chats with coaches and players, instat deep dives, extended versions of the podcast, unedited video or audio, early access, or commercial-free listening, there's a level for you. We also now have 15% discounts off annual memberships with tiers ranging from $2 to $50 per month. Again, sign up at patreon.com slash techhockeyguide. Are you in the market for insurance? Have your rates for home, auto, boat, or more been increasing way beyond inflation? If so, maybe it's time you spoke with Aaron Piedela and the team at Arcadia Insurance Group, serving Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and more. Who better to serve you than a former Michigan Tech player? For more information, call 866-511-1069 or go to ArcadiaAgency.com. Fibke Dental is a general dentistry practice located in downtown Rhinelander, Wisconsin, home of the Hodag. Look online at FibkeDental.com or find them on Facebook. They do pain-free dentistry for kids, adults, people that went to great schools, and people that ended up at Northern Michigan. Stop in and say hi between 8 and 5 and tell them THG sent you. That is F-I-E-B-K-E dental.com. So now that it's just me and you, Rob, um, Michigan Tech had a wonderful trip to Ohio. It started off uh, before the series with some fireworks thanks to CHN's very um slanted tweet claiming that making it sound like austin swinkler was avoiding bowling green when in actuality he's been injured for a couple weeks and yeah it's not healthy a few tweets later of course they did after yep after leaving it to to the description of the reader for a very long time engagement is the key word there (laughs) yeah no i know we know why they did it yep um, and me complaining about them also is engagement. So, um. <laughs> correct. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they um, you know, yeah, he's one of a handful of guys who are out injured. I think Michigan Tech is now up to six or seven injured guys. But I guess you know Joe's deep roster is paying off right now because he's not having to play. Uh, you know forwards at the year defenseman at forward per se i mean i know i feel like the marcus Pedersen thing is a little different because it it it's not like they weren't practicing that and just throwing a kid into a situation because they needed a body right um it you know i i assume that if practice had not gone well they would have just played a left hand shot on the right side and dealt with that right like um but you know, Michigan Tech goes down there. Uh, I watched most of Saturday's game, but Friday's game, I actually was kind of distracted with some some family stuff. So um, that was something else to, to like. Uh, I didn't watch a big chunk of the third period because I was kind of bored of how much we were kicking ass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, the other thing, too, is it like, was time to make some food finally. <laughs> like the, uh, it's so weird when you have a game like that where it feels like so many elements of it are the exact opposite of the entire season where like 
Michigan right? Tech scored two goals in the last minute of the first two, in, you know, one goal each in the last minute of the first two periods. Like those are killers when, uh, like, uh, yeah, you know, big going mo- into big the momentum swift. Yeah. Like you, is there a chance to get back into it or not? And, Instead of going five. into the intermission up two nothing, they're going up three nothing. Yeah, and then yep. going into the second intermission, it's five nothing instead of four nothing. Like, not that four nothing is a easy thing to come back from, but obviously that five nothing, uh, that's a backbreaker. Um, to yeah, they were they were all it was it was just fun to watch on Friday. <laughs> yeah. There's really no other way to describe it. Just a, a fun game to watch, a fun game to see how decent things just it felt like for the first time this year we're clicking on offense for them yeah you know you weren't there weren't struggles at all it was just good yep good fun to watch what did joe say um 40 some scoring chances created i believe was what he said Um, on saturday's pregame 55 is the shot count yeah Yeah, 55 shots and i thought he said something like 46 scoring chances which is absurd. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and even then, what is that on Joe's stats? Seven goals on 46 scoring chances. Does that even meet his normal, his threshold that he always won yeah, in seven? Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm rewatching, rewatching yeah, so. the highlights. It's, it now it almost doesn't, the... though, because it's seven goals would be on to meet his threshold. It's on 49 shots. Or 49 scoring chances so like we almost didn't do better than than that but who gives a crap when you're creating right. 46 scoring chances right well, like, i mean the the score bug wasn't uh working with with shots right so you right. didn't know what the shots were uh but i didn't expect them to be that drastic <laughs> well especially the first period 25 to 6 like right that's i mean that's a game's crazy. worth in one, in one period that's just Pure, complete, and total fantastic domination going on there, uh, basically, which is, you know, awesome. (laughs) Yep. It was nice to see for sure. But it Um, still didn't, it took a while in the first for it to get going still, right? Even though we had 25 shots, the goals didn't come until, you know, the second half of the period, right? So mm -hmm. it took a while for it to actually get there. But once it got there, it was uh it's good stuff. <laughs> so what what were your thoughts on the the refs trying to keep control there in the third? In the you know on, the, on Friday, because there was a lot of offsetting penalties. Yeah, and it's what they need to do in a in a blowout like that. You kind of have to make sure it doesn't get out of hand. Yeah. So I have no problem with that, to be honest. I mean it's yep. It is. It's the way it should be. You you want to make sure that that you don't get into injury type trouble where there's things going on that nobody wants to see, right? So it's uh it's not a bad thing. I have no problem with it. Yeah, man. Just rewatching some of the goals. Bowling Green's D is just just struggling. Like Kieraroth's first goal there. He's got two guys in between in the slot. Just watching him skate there on the backside nobody's nobody's well, they're not they're not watching him right i think and i think i remember listening to joe talk about that goal specifically and he was talking about how i think what happened was like the the d came up on the play so cataroth had like cycled back and then when the d shifted back 
the defense kind of went with the D and forgot about Kadaroth coming back up and just left him alone and uh, made there, it way too I think, easy. I don't know. I don't know who's in. Someone is cycling down low. Yeah. And Kadaroth's coming backside. One D man. I, I think it's. I think it's one D man is following whoever that is going into the corner. But uh, here, I'll send you the yeah. screenshot real quick of the. No, but I, I mean, I've watched that one, and it's just funny yeah. how like how there's two defensemen there, and they're just puck watching, and they completely forget that there might be a forward behind them, right? Oh like, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're 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 literally standing. They're yep. standing next to each other. Yeah, it's. But, uh, I, but I mean, it's not good. <laughs> that's that's stuff we saw a ton of in in yeah in uh, October and November, right? Like, and he's got just an easy put in goal off the the fantastic pass. I don't know who gets the first assist there. If it it must, I think it's works. It gets the first assist, maybe or uh, the Cadillac who gets it on that scoring, one. That was, uh, Pietola gets it on that yeah, one. Jed from Trevor Russell. Yeah, I know works had a whole bunch of assists and he was on the ice. So I was going with him before I before I looked at the stats. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just such a simple put in, and you know the the whole D pulls across with whoever else you know comes through there. So it's yep. wonderful puck movement and wonderful off puck movement as well. To, to create that opportunity and then you know you just... and then to actually finish it which has been our achilles heel right right we've struggled immensely with that and he gets it just perfectly perfectly executed and i think nordstrom goal nordstrom's goal is the second one he pulls it right off is that the one where he pulls it off the goalie a shot comes in and he just pulls it back and goes in nordy's had a couple of really good games too yeah. yep. so it's and I was honestly surprised to see that, like, I kind of thought with it being such a big blowout and things going so well that I kind of expected the the minutes to be a little more balanced. Um, But it still again. wasn't. Like, the fourth line was all, like, eight, nine minutes with the extra skater being, like, five, six minutes. Um, So, yeah, I, I was a little surprised that it wasn't a little more balanced with how dominant the performance was you know um but you know they came out saturday um i don't know what to think of the first two periods i don't it's not like they played badly they just uh didn't score the goalie seemed to be playing a little bit more out of his head out of his mind um making it hard on the huskies because they 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 outshot bowling green through the first two periods 24 to 14 it looks like yeah, they outshot him. I think every period this uh, yeah this weekend, right? There wasn't a single period where we were it was in contention yeah. at all. It was close, I think, on the second on Friday, like yeah, the second was 16, sixteen or fifteen. Or yep. So Saturday night, I know the Discord kind of fell apart after the fighting goal um, for BG oh, yeah. to go up like, because like you're we do you're outplaying them, but you don't score. Um, yeah, I'll but admit a... I I turned Discord basically upside down on my phone, so I see nothing during the gameplay because yeah, it's just easier to you know enjoy a live live sporting event where nobody's yeah. actually on the same time. <laughs> yeah, I try to ignore it. Like I I tend to look after goals and then I put it away and ignore it because I don't want to. I, do I don't want to media... see a goal before I before yep. it happens and all that stuff. Like like it's it's bad enough when. Dirk is like 30 seconds ahead of my video and he sure ruins it, I, I don't, but I don't, I don't mind that most of the time I, I I listen to whoever the home announcers are okay. and the home announcers for Bowling Green were decent uh they 
they do well, uh, I think. So, you know, a lot of credit to the tech fans that were in in the stadium. There are a lot of times you can hear the the, you know, the tech fans making noise over over the Bowling Green fans, which is always great to great to hear. Yeah. So. That was true. Um so beyond that, it was really nice to see the the, the comeback happen, right? Yeah, um, for sure. To get a goal from Evan Orr of all people from Tyron uh, no, Tyron Bronte to Chase Pietela as well, right? That's his first right. of the year too. Yep. And that camera angle from behind him for the goal is a you can just see exactly why it goes in. There is no way the goalie sees that until it's behind him. But yep. that one angle just exactly perfect behind him. It's it's a fantastic highlight. Yeah. And it is kind of uh similar to what we talked about uh when Ryan was still here that like you know, Friday nights, there were, what, uh, six power plays, right? Is that right? Huskies were one for four, and Bowling Green was 0 for two, I think. Uh, let's right? see here. Friday, uh, do what we got. Yeah, one for four on, on Friday, 0 for two. Yep. Yeah. So and there were Saturday six power was, plays. I can't. I, I, over one, 0 for two. Yeah. So, so it's kind of interesting that you go from, Six penalties. I'm I'm not gonna worry about the offsetting stuff because that's obviously extracurricular stuff versus uh part of the play. Um but and then obviously the Huskies I mean that was kind of the the surprising moment to me was getting two penalties called on them at the on the same whistle. Yeah, that was weird. I, I don't <laughs> you don't see that very often. No, and I don't but... and I wasn't so I was uh it's a big kill though too. I was framing up a wall during that part of the game so I was just <laughs> listening. Um sure. I got to watch most of the third period which was cool because that was when the scoring happened. Um but like the first two periods I was working on framing up a wall and I managed to do it this time without getting a nail in my fingers. So <laughs> I've uh I've learned my lesson and moved on from uh the nail gun to just a palm nailer, which is a much better technology to to keep you safe. I'll say that. <laughs> I also think part of my problem was I think I went a little. Uh, I think the model of nail gun I got was a little too cheap, and that's probably sure. why it's more likely to to uh, to be a little more sensitive and not quite do what it's supposed to. But anyway, um, yeah, Michigan Tech you know, kills that penalty, gets through the end of the first period as 30 seconds left to kill on on the penalty. And it was kind of, uh, you know, that was really a big moment, I think, for the Huskies to not fall behind there in the last minute of the first period, kill off the the two minors to Mosley and Jed Piedla, which I believe are both penalty killers, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so not only are you playing five on three for two minutes, but you're doing it with without two guys that were probably would have probably been out there. Yeah, um, no doubt. And then to only have one other penalty called the rest of the game, just uh, especially with how chippy Friday night was, I'm kind of surprised nothing like there wasn't more. Um, but I'm, I'm, it was a good game. Um, it was a fun game. And obviously, you know, you're happy to when it's all said and done that it's 35 to 20 on the shots um, and they end up winning. It, it's just 
obviously it's just frustrating as a fan because you obviously don't don't know you're going to score three unanswered goals after giving up the first right. one, right? Like, <laughs> yep. like it just because uh, it finished. Here that we way. go again. Can't yep. finish. Here, yep. Yep. You know, we've got made our own problems for ourselves again now, you know, that kind of thing. And yeah. No. And like you said, the, I heard plenty of uh, Michigan tech chance. Uh, the Bowling Green camera guy showed plenty of tech fans throughout the rink. Um, it even looked like maybe uh, some like, Detroit area midget team came down to watch or something because it looked like they were tech fans that were uh, like a hockey team. Um, so that was a pretty cool, pretty cool game overall or a weekend, honestly. Um, and I, you know, I said it before the weekend, you know, a lot of the tech fans in our discord were before the games were, were jokingly very, um, very positive about the team and joking that we were gonna win four straight games and i'm like i'd like to see them win two in a row first and and they did it finally halfway halfway there yeah (laughs) Uh, and you know with with what ryan told us about how injured um saint thomas is it's it's right there for them to be they, they don't control their own destiny to be second because it's possible for both Bemidji and Mankato to finish ahead of them, depending on how that series works out. But... Yeah, the math is unfortunately not in our favor with those two playing each other. If they were split up, we'd have a chance. But no, nope. no, nope. it would have been nice if if one of one or both of them had lost a couple more points this year. But yeah, they have a very good shot at second place right now. I think, uh, but they can still not get home ice, which is which is pretty crazy with. Uh, but how close that is. Um, there was a tech fan in our Discord, right, that made that graphic. It's actually a really nice graphic of the band of how many points everybody can get, right? Yeah, yeah. someone someone did some some banding. Yeah, that was a good one. And maybe we'll put that in the, in the liner notes here whenever that actually gets done. And uh, more than likely, everybody's going to get all of these podcasts, and I'm just going to pick a spot to cut it up and just to get it out for you guys. Uh, this week because I'm probably going to even do it before Nick even gets to listen tonight if we wrap up here in a little bit Rob yeah so what do you think is going to happen this weekend with the Tommies coming to Houghton well, I didn't realize how bad their injury problems were until until Ryan pointed it out but man are they they're in the opposite of what we've been kind of experiencing these last few weeks right mm-hmm. the, the, the fact that they've gone uh, you, you look at their schedule and what they've done this month, and ouch. I mean, they have had one win on the 3rd of February against Minnesota State, and the rest of them have been been lost. Now, granted, they've gone to OT four times over those eight games, but they seem to be you know on the downslide for, downside for sure. And if they're that you know injured, I'm, I'm really hoping to see a sweep this weekend to have us keep it rolling. You know, it's, it's what Tech needs to do to have any shot at, you know, going to the national tournament again this year is to keep winning, right? So, yeah, you know, yep. I'd, I'd they love to have see to it. do everything they can to try and get that second seed. So all it takes is them winning and one upset somewhere, and they're hosting all these games, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. And it ha- we have to win out to go. It's the yep. only way anybody's getting there from the CCHA this year. I mean, 
we're going into the last weekend of the regular season and I haven't looked at pairwise in a month or so because I don't care. <laughs> yeah. No, there's nobody I mean, close. There's not even a chance. Who, I who actually was going to ask you to look system. when you were talking about I'm, the Miami stuff just to see where UMD is compared it's to like the best with Miami being that with Miami being that bad, they still are 45th out of 64, right? Because of their conference. Because of the conference. Yeah, exactly. Which goes to show you how, what that strength of conference is. We're 36th, right? Not any chance at all in any way of, of making up that ground Minnesota and states the top at 30 correct at 30 so what a just an absolutely weak year for us as a conference as a whole which is just frustrating you know yeah. to see how, how bad it's been I'm trying to find the there's the somewhere in on chn they've got the uh uh the inner conference rankings but i'm struggling to find them right now mm, there we go inner conference records this... got it here got it our our out of conference record is just atrocious it's worse than atlantic hockey at this point we went 0 and 14 versus 0 14 and 1 against the big 10 you know that one i believe is us against michigan state right yep 15 Five fifteen and five against the NCHC, o four and o against Hockey East, and then Atlantic Hockey's a dead split, and ECAC is a dead split, and Atlantic Hockey's you know overall win percentage is not that much better than ours, but it's still better than ours, which is I think the first time that that's happened uh, to the CCHA or to Tex Conference. Yeah, it's been. This is one of those years where. Like, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily agree that that the CCHA truly is the worst conference, but on paper they are. You're splitting with ECAC and you're splitting with Hockey East, well, Atlantic Hockey, Atlantic Hockey, rather, yeah, yeah. And you're just getting you're splitting ab- with Hockey East, yeah. absolutely dominated by you know well, well, the those, other groups. Those first two are not unusual though. No, I'm. That's not. Yeah, the I, problem is it's not unusual, but it's not that bad usually either. Well, I think I don't think we've gone a year where we have no wins against the Big Ten. That's true. Like we're usually like thirty percent and twenty five percent between those two conferences, right? Like right. not not twenty five percent and zero. Usually, like us, Minnesota State. There's a couple of people that have yeah. have some wins against the Big Ten. And against NCHC, I mean, last year was fourteen and four and ten and six. So, but you it, also it, have to remember that I'm pretty sure the only games against Atlantic Hockey are from Ferris and Bowling Green when they were in their Tom Royal, like the worst, like at the beginning of the year, right? Yep. Um, yeah, I don't. And I'm, then I'm, Michigan Tech but, decided to lay an egg in New York, right? So, it, it, yep. Everybody has been just bad. And it it just sucks. Auto conference this year. Like, I don't, I think the biggest problem is that I still think the Big Ten and the NCHC are the two best conferences. Yeah. And that's who they play the most. So they get, if we played all four or all five other conferences more evenly than. 20 some games against the Big Ten and NCHC and like five games against the other three. We'd like if it was like a dozen each, I think we'd we'd be in better shape. 
but that's never going to happen because those those road tri- those trips sell tickets for those teams to come to your mm-hmm. barn and and our schools aren't exactly in a position to spend a ton of money on travel to go out east or get teams to come here um but yeah um what else we got yeah i think i think it's it's all set up for michigan tech to sweep as long as they can stay healthy enough to have a complete roster of appropriate players i'm pretty sure it was listed on our discord that uh lachlan gets is out for at least this weekend i can't i couldn't quite understand it sounds like the rest of this season including playoffs not quite sure how long if he'll be ready for um you know fall next year or not um so you're adding him to the list with um uh Swankler, Kukkonen, um, Campbell, Campbell, and who else? We're missing one more. Koskiperti. Uh, uh, Koskiperti, yeah, that's the big. I think yep. it's the big five that yep. that are out uh, hurt right now. It's, yep. it's it's interesting to watch though. I mean, you got you lose that many of what have typically been the high end time guys, right? The guys yep. that are playing a lot of it. And the team seems to be starting to click a little bit more. It's almost like you got guys with a chip on your shoulder that are getting an opportunity that are now going, all right, here's what we can do. And it seems to be working out all right. So yeah, it, it, interesting like little side observation there to the guys getting hurt is that the others are showing they can do it. I mean, what was it? Was it last year's team that was basically, you know, we're, we're not going to go anywhere. We're not going to go anywhere and, and go somewhere, right? So maybe that little negative reinforcement is. (laughs) Well, and that was one of the things that I, I think we sort of touched on the last time we recorded um, going into that series. Who did we play two weeks ago now? I don't even remember. Not two weeks ago. Yeah. Who was that? Who was that carnival? That was two weeks ago, right? Uh, That would be Minnesota State. Yeah. So, um, Going into the Minnesota State series, uh, I think on Friday's pregame show, Joe talked about, I believe it was Cash Rasmussen now that I've listed a couple times, talking about how much the yeah, team the has struggled to that outside noise of expectations yep. and the disappointment related to that. And, you know, if those guys are reading our Discord, obviously they're going to feel that. Like, they should avoid that like the plague because it's... I mean, I avoid it like the plague because I don't want to listen to it half the time. Yeah. And also the vocabulary is, un, is I don't want to say under my age limit, but, oh, man, sometimes well, yeah, the vocabulary... There's a lot of... It, it is definitely... Uh, what keeps me hip with the kids at this yep, point, basically. Yep. Yeah, I... This. I you definitely feel like the Steve Buscemi with the skateboard, oh, I am don't old you? Fellow kids, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that uh, that comes up regularly. <laughs> yeah, no, um, it it definitely has pivoted a bit this year to college age more than it has been in the past. You know, yep. it felt it felt before more like it was like Facebook Lite, and now it feels more like some app that I've never heard of. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. Um and I actually really do enjoy the rest of Discord, but the Michigan Tech discussion gets a little uh too uh I don't know. There, too there aggressive is a, one way or the other, right? A massive amount of either negativity or we are the best ever. Yeah. 
No. Yeah, I wish and that's there was very, a bit of... Uh... That's very heavy sports fandom, you know? Oh, it's, yeah. It's not surprising at all, but it, it wears on you when you're just not... Uh... It's been a long season for us, let's be honest. It's nice to mm-hmm. to be able to celebrate a good weekend and have this positivity going into the end that maybe the the promise of this season still has a chance to show itself in some fashion. Uh, even if it isn't with a McNaughton Cup, which is, is guaranteed at this point, but but maybe it involves a Mason Cup and a trip to the tournament and and who knows, there's actually uh where are the where's the so it's Missouri and North Dakota or South Dakota? I forget. That's uh, one of the Dakota. But there's two driving distance ones for me. So sure. Yeah. Not that I'm necessarily free that free that weekend. I don't even know. I'll have to look again. Um at when the conference tournament actually ends. But we've got a lot of games left before that can happen. I mean, they don't have to win this weekend, but if they want to be home, they've got to at least split. Right. Yep. Yep. And if they split, they still need some help. Uh, I think they need to get what five points to guarantee themselves, or four points. I forget now. Um, but yeah, it's it's gonna be, um, right down to the wire here to see how the how everything shapes up, and then we've got the playoffs coming up for the Mason Cup and. And uh, hopefully good things ahead for Michigan Tech and we can try and stay positive here for, for at least a couple weeks. And, uh, yeah, I don't think there's much else we need to say. What do you think? Well, I'm just hoping to hoping to see two good games this weekend. I'm still toying with the thought of, of going back home for the weekend, but I was an idiot and scheduled a fairly important presentation that I have to give every <laughs> half of the year to – upper management about my team on Friday afternoon. So I don't think I want to do that from my mom and dad's house. Yeah. <laughs> so, you don't want to? So, nah, I mean, I, I'm still debating it. I may drive yeah. home on Thursday night. We'll see. You can always, <laughs> you can always uh, talk to Joe and try and get a hold of a classroom or do yeah. it from uh, somewhere on campus. So at least it looks a little more nah, professional. I, it's definitely one of those ones where I'd rather be at be in the comfortable home office as you're presenting upwards. Right. Yeah, you know, with your team metrics and all that kind of stuff. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So I probably am not gonna make it home for for Friday night's game. Maybe if I'm feeling feeling bored, I'll drive up on Saturday for senior night. Because. Uh, oh yeah, that was the one other thing I wanted to talk about. Thanks for saying that because I actually have a tab open here. So so we do we have senior night, and um, I think it's kind of important to go through this. So so Tyrone Bronte, Arvid Kataroth, Ryland Mosley. Blake Pietala, Jed Pietala, Logan Pietala, Blaze Richards are all seniors. Um, Blake and Logan are are grad seniors. I don't recall the rest of them are not, right? The rest of them are true seniors, so they could still come back for a year. Yeah, is this this is the last year of guys that have COVID eligibility to, to do I believe the year, seniors right? this year are the only ones left that could conceivably correct. get yeah, an I, extra year i think that's correct but i'm not yeah. positive on and that. then uh we were informed on the joe show um last week i believe that levi stauber uh is a junior but has enough credits to graduate so he will also be recognized on senior night whether okay. and it's obviously undetermined whether or not he actually comes back for another year but much like uh 
Brett Thorne last year who did the same thing. It's it's uh, he has graduated on the academic side, so he deserves to have a senior night, even if it's only been three years of hockey. Sure. Yep. Um, Makes sense. And he'll get he might get to do two of them. Who knows? Um. So yeah, it, it's uh, it's a big class of seniors. Obviously, you know Logan and Blake have meant a ton to this program. Blake added to his his shutout record over the weekend. Um, and I think he's got the the wins record too, if I remember correctly, right? I believe so. Yeah, I'm almost yeah. positive so, at this point. Yes, I mean, I mean, he has a whole bunch of records. I'd have to double check if he's the the ones that are you know cumulative numbers. Well, the his numbers are impressive, and all getting an extra year certainly kind of. I don't well, know he broke it. most of them last year already. So right, so it is good. Yeah, yeah but there's yeah. no chance to break them again, if you will, right? Because of the right. way the the way that these guys have all gotten that fifth year not that they don't deserve it in any way but yeah. it makes a makes them difficult to break yeah going forward yeah the only thing i'm not sure is if he still has like the 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 like he had i think the goals against the average career i don't know if he kept that this year or not i'm um, not sure without doing some digging myself yeah. My, that book is too far out of reach and i'm not going <laughs> to I'm not necessarily going to do the math till it's all said and done because it's not not sure. worth it to know if it like, um, it, you know, it's not like we need to look into this only to find out that like he had it until he got lit up in his last game, you know, like whatever. I hope yep. that doesn't happen, but like, uh, it certainly could. So, um, I know we I was uh, listening to a TikTok a podcast and they were doing one of those like, like they stopped a game a football game to recognize the first time a running back had ever gotten a thousand yards for the team. Oh, okay. With like he, two minutes he, left in the game. And then he and proceeded he, to get a negative a, rush and sure. didn't finish the year with a thousand yards. Oh, uh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I think that's it. Yeah, I think so. One minute remaining in the podcast. All right. Well, that should do it for this episode of the Chasing McNaughton podcast. Please check out our Patreon and join by visiting patreon.com slash tech hockey guide. Patrons at the white level above get question priority. Patrons at the black level above receive access to extras podcast content, including extended versions of almost every podcast. Sometimes we give the public extra when I don't have time to properly edit or um, we just think everybody should hear everything we did. Uh, patrons at the gold level above receive access to unfiltered YouTube video of our podcast each week. Follow us on Twitter at Chasing MacPod or at Tech Hockey Guide. You can submit questions through Twitter, Facebook, or on our Patreon page. I will never call it X. <laughs> uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you can't find the podcast on your site of choice, please let us know and we'll make it happen. The more you rate, review, and share, the more people we can reach. So tell your friends. Thanks to our sponsors, Fipke Dental in Rhinelander, Wisconsin, Arcadia Insurance covering most of the Midwest, and Livonia Technical Services. Finally, thanks to the thank you notes for all the bumpers in this week's episode. If you like what you hear, check them out at the thankyounotes.bandcamp.com.
You've been listening to the Chasing McNaughton Podcast, presented by Tech Hockey Guide, covering the Michigan Tech Huskies and the CCHA.